everyone, Trish from HR here with another podcast and YouTube video on something that I get asked about a lot, sick pay. Um, so what I'm going to do is cover five key areas. So we'll talk about what sick pay is, who gets it, how much it is, um, what fit notes are, and I'll talk about a couple of um, typical questions that I've had from my clients. So if you haven't already, do make sure that you subscribe or follow us on YouTube, whatever you need to do to make sure that you don't miss out on our content. I try to regularly put out videos that are helpful to business owners and potentially HR professionals too. So make sure that you lock in and make sure that you get our content. So what is sick pay? Uh, so in the UK, uh, we provide sick pay to um, employees. Uh, and you might hear it called SSP, so it's statutory sick pay. Uh, and that's payment that covers the days off that um, somebody has when they're sick, that they would normally be working. So there's a couple of pieces of legislation that cover statutory sick pay. So there's the statutory sick pay general regulations from 1982. And then there's also the update of so the statutory, statutory sick pay Medical Evidence Act uh, regulation, sorry, not an act, um, from 1985. So there are a couple of pieces of law that mean that employers do have to pay sick pay. Uh, the way that sick pay works, as I said, is it's paid um, for the days that somebody would normally work, and it is subject to deductions for things like tax and NI. So who gets sick pay? So you have to be an employee to get sick pay. Uh, and that also means that you need to have a, a contract of employment. So if you're an employer that hasn't given people contracts of employment, get in contact with us. I'll pop a link down below to make sure that you've got those sorted out as well. Um, equally, you need to have been off sick for um, four days in a row. Um, and normally you would expect someone to give, have given you some sort of notice of their sickness so they can't just like not turn up really. But what I would always say is make sure that you have some sort of a sickness absence policy. Typically you would write into a contract of employment how someone should notify you when they're going to be off sick as well. Um, so make sure that that's nice and clear uh, and available to them. There are some exceptions to what I've just said. Typically someone needs to have an employment contract, be an employee um, and have worked um, or been off sick for four days in a row and let you know that they're off sick. So how much sick pay somebody gets um, kind of depends on how much you want to pay as a company. So there is a statutory rate of sick pay that needs to be paid to individuals. Um, that is set by the government. And again, I'll put a link down below so that you can see what that rate is. Um, the rate of sick pay that the government stipulates can change. And if it is going to change, it typically changes in um, April um, in any given year. Really, it doesn't change on a regular. It's usually in, an April, uh, in the April. Um, you can, as an organisation, if you wish, choose to pay more sick pay, so more than that statutory amount. Um, and if you choose to do that, that's fabulous. What I would always say is make sure that that's really clear or it's clear how people get access to that enhanced sick pay within your contracts of employment. Um, but also make sure that you've got some sort of a sickness absence policy so it's clear how you're going to deal with people and how they're going to be receiving that kind of additional um sick pay and when you do that so when you enhance sickness absence uh, pay it's typically called either contractual or occupational sick pay so slightly different to what we've been talking about that's statutory sick pay um fit notes so let's talk a little bit about those so when somebody is off sick for more than um, seven days then they can get what's called a fit note from their gp or the medical practitioner and as an employer it's absolutely fine for you to ask for a copy of that fit note now, typically, a fit note will tell you how long the person is expected to be off sick for. Um, it will also give you some kind of an indication if there are any adjustments that you need to make in the workplace for that person to be able to come back. Um, it might be that they need what's called a phased return, so they need to reduce their hours up uh, gradually 
stay over a period of time to be able to work uh, in the normal way for you or it might be that they need a certain piece of equipment in the workplace if they've had something like carpal tunnel and they've hurt their wrist they might need a wrist rest that kind of thing um so fit notes are really useful because they give you an indication of kind of what's going on with the person's overall sickness absence um and as i say you can ask for those after somebody has been off um for seven days and if you get stuck or if you want some more information on fit notes again i'll pop those down in the comments below for you um so thinking a little bit about typical questions that i get asked around um sickness absence sometimes i get asked um you know what happens if somebody's off sick and they um, have holiday booked um again comes back to your sickness absence policy I would stipulate how you're going to deal with that within the policy itself. Um, but what I normally say or what I would normally advise my clients is have something in your policy that says that if somebody is off sick and they've got a holiday booked, that that will be classed as sickness absence and you'll kind of recredit them back the holiday. They can't be off sick and on holiday at the same time. If someone's sick, they're sick um, and their holiday should be taken at a time when they're kind of well enough to enjoy it, really. Um, another question I get asked is, do I have to pay sick pay? I don't really want to pay it. I mean, you do. Um, we talked about those two kind of regulations and what an employee needs to have to qualify. Um, if somebody is kind of swinging the lead um, or if somebody hasn't notified you in the way that they should have done, then you, you might be able to, with that second instance anyway, you might be able to withhold their sick pay. Think very carefully before you do that um, and make sure that any reasons why you might withhold sick pay are highlighted within contracts of employment and within a sickness absence policy. Uh, another question I get asked quite a lot um, is do people continue to accrue um, annual leave whilst they're on sick, sick leave? And the answer to that is yes. They do. Um, it's not as though they stop being an employee when they're off sick. They still get all of the benefits that go with being um, an employee whilst they're off sick. And that includes accruing um, annual leave. Obviously, as I said before, you can't have somebody who's off sick and on holiday at the same time, but they still have that ability to accrue um, annual leave. Um, another thing that I see employers do quite a lot, actually. Um, so if you have been doing this, you're not alone. Um, but what I see people do quite a lot with um, sick leave is... <laughs> must not be consistent with the way that they pay it to employees. Um, so it might be that Jill um, is a really good worker. She's been with the organisation a long time. She never takes any sick leave. So when she's off sick, we want to give her enhanced pay and we want to pay her for longer than we normally would. Um, Sarah over here um, has had some sporadic absences, but when she's off sick, we don't want to pay her sick pay because she's not as good an employee as Jill. That for me doesn't work. I think it's really important to make sure that you're consistent with the way that you pay people um, for their sick pay not only to make sure that you know during the period when they're off sick they're not stressed out and not knowing how much they're getting paid but also kind of from a consistency perspective for you as employers and also to make sure that you're not going to get taken to tribunal for not being fair or treating people differently so it comes back again to a point that i think is really important in terms of making sure that you have a really clear sickness absence policy which outlines how you're going to pay people because that way you can ensure that you're not doing any of those, you know, falling into the traps that I've um, discussed and you're being consistent and fair um, and treating people equally. So that's a really key one. Make sure that you don't fall into a trap of paying one person one way and paying one person another way. Um, or if you do, that it's really clear why you're doing that. So as another example, you know, you might have an employee who's off long term sick because they have had a cancer diagnosis. 
the way that you deal with somebody who has is going off long-term sick and is dealing with that kind of an issue will be very, very different to the way that you deal with somebody who's having every Monday and Friday off, coming in hungover, you know, swinging the lead, basically. But again, that's why it's really important to have a clear sickness absence policy so that you know as an organisation how you're going to treat people and it manages your employees' expectations. So I hope that helps. We've covered what sick pay is. We've talked about statutory sick pay and um, occupational or company sick pay. Um, we've talked about who gets it. And I've mentioned that there are some exceptions, but I'll pop a, comment, um, a link down in the comments below. We've talked a little bit about fit notes and I've talked generally around some of the frequently asked questions that I as a consultant kind of field on a day-to-day -day basis. So I do hope that helps. If you have any questions or queries or you want help from either myself or one of my consultants, pop on over to our website and book yourself an appointment. And, drum roll please, we've very recently launched an app in both the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. So if you search for the term TapHR, you'll be able to download our app and you'll be able to access either um, my consultants or myself to get advice and guidance, but you'll also get really quick access to my YouTube videos, um, our blogs and our podcasts too. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you download the app too. So I hope you have fabulous days. Any questions or queries from what I've said, let me know. Um, but hopefully I'll see you again soon.